0: Book One, Chapter 14 of Toussaint L'Ouverture, A Biography and Autobiography. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White. Toussaint l'Ouverture, a Biography and Autobiography by John Relly Baird. Book One, Chapter 14 toussaint Louverture takes measures for the perpetuation of the happy condition of Haiti, specially by publishing the draft of a constitution in which he is named Governor for life, and the great doctrine of free trade is explicitly proclaimed. This happy condition had no guarantee of permanence. True, all was tranquil within the borders of Haiti. One after another had toussaint Louverture removed hindrances out of the way, until he had succeeded in establishing a universal accord but would the harmony endure its continuance was essential to the full development of the resources of the colony and to all appearance that continuance was the sole prerequisite as yet however there had been no general recognition of the established order if all were to work for the general good all must concur in the formation and acknowledgment of a constitution by which the established order might be perpetuated. In bringing that constitution into existence, and giving it the force of law, three powers must concur. These three powers were the inhabitants of Haiti, France, and Toussaint himself. Self-government was a recognized right of the colony. The concurrence of France was equally an admitted fact in the colonial government, and Louverture held under the authority of the mother country the highest functions in the island. When the question of a constitution assumed a practical shape, it became important to determine with which of these three authorities the initiative should lie. Was the colony to look to France? That question involved another. Was France sincere in her acknowledgment of Negro freedom? France appeared unworthy of trust the last dispatches on the matter of a code of laws for haiti wore a suspicious aspect and were generally disliked and if france wished to give the colony a good code of laws had she the power how could the requisite knowledge be possessed by a legislature which sat thousands of miles distant from those who were to obey the laws metropolitan government for colonial dependencies is full of evils arising not only from ignorance and incompetence but intrigue and corruption besides bonaparte was now the sole legislative and the sole ruling power in france the position which louis fourteen had fancied himself to possess when he declared himself to be the state l'IT moi the corsican adventurer had fully realized the ruling passion of bonaparte was ambition his means resort to force what had the colony to expect but a coup d'etat similar to that which had just suppressed the directory and concentrated all power in the hands of the first consul the thought is said to have disturbed the short hours of toussaint's repose the probability was that the conqueror of italy only waited the moment of necessary leisure and that moment as the event afterwards showed might shortly arrive undesirable was it therefore to leave the initiative with france the colony itself must act indeed the colony only could act with wisdom and effect but in so doing the colony was setting up for independence to take the first step in drawing up a constitution cannot be justly so characterized a draft of a constitution was only a species of petition until sanctioned by legislation it amounted to nothing more than a bill of rights It did no more than say, "'Here is a formal statement of what will suit us, what will consolidate and augment our existing wheel, what we entreat you to send back with the seal of your solemn sanction.' And were such a step, a step toward independence, who can blame it? If the colony had acquired strength enough to run alone, why should it remain in leading strings? Nay, the desire for independence, if cherished, was a worthy feeling." Such a desire showed that black men could appreciate liberty, and well deserve the degree of freedom they had already gained. The rather was a cautious approach to independence praiseworthy, because tokens were not wanting that Bonaparte, in his ambitious passions, had grown impatient of the ascendancy of the great negro Haitian. Resolved to be master of the world, he could not endure a rival power, and watched his opportunity to establish his supremacy in the island. The rather was he desirous of establishing the exclusive rule of France there, because Haiti, he felt, could be made a bulwark for hostile operations against the English power in the West Indies. Yet was the colony passively and quietly to await the blow? What was this but to invite the blow? Whereas to propound a constitution, while it ought to give no offence, would prove that the Haitians were sensible alike of their rights and of their power? In the great issue, Toussaint had himself a problem to solve. If, as he had reason to fear, Bonaparte intended his overthrow, was he to submit without an effort? Was he not, as a prudent man and a wise legislator, to enter on such a course as seemed most likely to ward off the blow and strengthen his own position? As to the necessity of his continuing to hold that position, he could not for a moment doubt, The retention of the position was indispensable to the continuance of the peace in the island. As all mountains had become plains before his energy and determination, so would all be undone if he were removed from the head of affairs. Once more the smouldering fires of passion and prejudice would burst into a flame, and a war arise not less bloody and terrific than that which he had so recently brought to a happy conclusion. Yes,— there at the helm had he been placed by the resistless stream of events or what to him nor without reason seemed the hand of providence and there duty in the clearest and loudest tones called upon him to remain this is in substance the feeling to which at this time he gave utterance in these terms i have taken my flight in the region of eagles i must be prudent in alighting on the earth i can be placed only on a rock and that rock must be a constitutional government which will secure me power so long as i shall be among men yes if in any case certainly in toussaint l'ouverture's was a constitutional dictatorship of indispensable necessity rightly did he interpret his position and well did he understand his duties this new moses had brought his people out of egyptian bondage and must now give them a code of laws over the execution of which, for the few remaining years of his life, it is his most solemn duty to watch. Such conduct asks no defense, and admits no excuse. It is positively and highly virtuous, and any other course would have been a betrayal of a sacred duty, a breach of a momentous trust. Again the hour of temptation has come, the victorious general who commands universal obedience and enjoys universal respect, may become a president or a sovereign. The good principle conquers. Satan is dismissed with a rebuke. The crown is refused. The presidency is deliberately chosen. Does the reader think of Washington who, when he might possibly have become a king, became a private citizen? we are not sure that washington's means for establishing a throne in the midst of the high-minded republicans of the anglo-saxon race were equal to those which toussaint possessed among the uncultured and recently liberated haitians whom nature made fond of parade and custom had habituated to royalty the greater the opportunity the greater the temptation nor can he be accounted the inferior man who overcame in the severer trial nor must it be forgotten that while washington could with confidence and safety leave his associates to their own well-tried and well-matured powers of self-government l'ouverture had in comparison but children to deal with and provide for would it have been either prudent or benevolent to retire from the oversight of those children at the very moment when they had ceased to do evil and were learning to do well clearly duty in the most solemn and emphatic tones demanded the continuance of that fatherly care which had rescued those babes in intellect from impending ruin, and so far led them toward the attainment of individual strength and social excellence. Yes, Toussaint Louverture, an eagle, thou hast proved thyself to be. An eagle's eye shows thee distant but coming realities. May thine eagle's pinion bear thee above danger, and place thee, where thou longest to be, on a rock the rock of a wisely constituted and well-governed commonwealth. Then, like thy Hebrew prototype, when at last thou decriest the promised land, and while thou contemplatest its fertility and loveliness, thou mayest depart from among men, falling to sleep in thy lofty airy, and buried on the mountain which shall be at once thy sepulchre and thy monument. We do not possess the materials to determine whether the idea of drawing up a constitution for Haiti originated with Toussaint Louverture himself, or was presented to him as the proper course by his colonial advisers. The determination of the question is of the less consequence, since, beyond a doubt, unanimity prevailed to a very great extent between the General-in-Chief and the principal authorities and persons in the island. One party, and but one evinced repugnance to the measure the small number who represented the views of bonaparte in the colony were naturally adverse to the constitution at their head was brigadier-general vincennes who employed the influence which excellence of character justly gave him with l'ouverture to turn him aside from the project the effort proved nugatory resolved to persevere in a course which his judgment approved and his position required, Toussaint L'Overture, as possessing the highest authority in the island, called together a council to take into consideration the propriety of drawing up a constitution, and to determine what its provisions should be. The council consisted of nine members. The composition of this deliberative assembly displays the integrity of the general-in-chief. He might have formed it out of his officers. He might have given predominance in it to negro blood. These things, doubtless, he would have done, had he sought his own aggrandizement. But he chose its members among the men of property and intelligence. Of the nine members, eight were white proprietors, and one a mulatto. Not a single black had a seat at the council board. Even the purest patriotism might have required him to place himself at the head of the council. Its president was the white colonist Borgella, who had held the office of mayor of Port-au-Prince, The Constitution, carefully prepared by this Council, was presented to toussaint Louverture, who, having approved it May nineteenth, 1800, sent a copy by the hands of General Vincennes to Europe. The draft was accompanied by the following letter addressed to Citizen Bonaparte, First Consul of the French Republic, 16th July. Citizen Consul The Minister of Marine, in the account which he has rendered to you of the political situation of this colony, which I have taken care to acquaint him with in the dispatches which I addressed to him, sent by the corvette l'enfant prodigue, will have submitted to you my proclamation, convening a central assembly, which, at the moment when the junction of the Spanish part to the French part had made of San Domingo one single country, subject to the same government, should fix its destinies by wise laws framed with special reference to the localities and the characters of the inhabitants. I have now the satisfaction to announce to you that the last hand has been put to that work, and that the silt is a constitution which promises happiness to the inhabitants of this colony which has so long been unfortunate. I hasten to lay it before you for your approbation and for the sanction of the government I serve. With this view, I send to you Citizen Vincennes, General Director of Fortifications at San Domingo, to whom I have confided this precious deposit. The Central Assembly, in the absence of laws, and considering the necessity which exists of substituting the rule of law for anarchy, having demanded that I should provisionally put it into execution, as promising to conduct the colony more rapidly toward prosperity, I have yielded to its desires and this constitution has been welcomed by all classes of citizens with transports of joy which will not fail to be manifested afresh when it shall be sent back invested with the sanction of the government with salutations and profound respect toussaint l'ouverture this constitution which had been made public and accepted amid solemn formalities and universal joy was worthy of the cause in which Louverture had risked his life, and employed the utmost of his strength. Proceeding on the basis that slavery was abolished and could never more exist in San Domingo, and that all men there born were free citizens of the French Republic, it provided that every one, whatever his color, was admissible to all employments, on the special ground that among the citizens there was no other distinction than the distinction of virtue and of ability establishing roman catholicism as the sole religion to be professed and protected it recognized the sanctity of marriage by abolishing divorce it required that agriculture should receive special encouragement for which purpose measures were to be taken for the increase of the number of laborers the reins of government it entrusted to one governor to be appointed for the period of five years with authority to prolong the term as a recompense for good conduct and that in consideration of the important services which general toussaint l'ouverture has rendered to the colony he is named governor for life with power to appoint his successor one provision we have advisedly omitted in order to bring it into full relief in a very short sentence the constitution declares commerce free thus free trade was first proclaimed by the negro chief of haiti Is any other proof necessary that Toussaint was more than a successful warrior? More than a social liberator? More than a disinterested patriot? His economical views were large and liberal. They were in advance of their age. How much in advance, let the fact declare, that nearly a half a century had to elapse before even England obtained the boon which Haiti not only claimed, but decreed. Yet what was there in toussaint Louverture which may not be found in other Negroes? His sole external advantage was that he received some rudimental instruction in the simple arts of reading and writing. Give that advantage to the myriads of blacks that now vegetate and pine in slavery in the United States, and other practical philosophers will appear among them to vindicate the race by wise laws as well as philanthropy and heroism. But, oh, it is not safe safe? Yes. Much more safe than is the present course, which does but concentrate the lava of the volcano, which, at no distant day, will burst forth, unless precautionary measures are taken, and due preparations be made for lifting slaves into a condition fit for freedom. Surely this lesson is taught in the tenor of the preceding narrative. End of Book 1, Chapter 14